Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Good morning, beautiful. Today is another fabulous day and I am sending you so much love and sunshine from Arizona. Today's topic, we will be digging deep into working with rowdy groomsmen and creating an experience behind the camera that will leave people actually wanting to refer you. If you are stepping into the groom's side in the morning, feeling overwhelmed and nervous and not too sure exactly what to do, this is the episode for you. Welcome to Keanu Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. I want to remind you that working well with the wedding party is the best marketing tool for you and your business out there. You could flood so much money on Facebook ads and invest in the knot and have listings all over the place. Don't get me wrong. There is value in that sometimes, but there is so much more value in having your best friend's brother recommend you. Okay. And here's why this is important because like I've mentioned a million times on the podcast, this is literally my phrase, good people, no good people. So when one person has an incredible experience with you, and I'm talking about from a wedding party perspective, meaning you're efficient, you're fun, you get shit done, you take care of things and you can be really, really, really productive in a short amount of time while also having a fun environment and making the wedding day not feel like a photo shoot. I know it's a lot. There's a lot at play here. And so I just want to really dive in and share some key tips to help you walk into the getting ready room with the gentleman to feel super confident, powerful, in charge. And honestly, you have to walk in with that. Okay. So I know for myself, when I started 
really, really shooting weddings, not quite full time yet, but shooting them often. I was in my early twenties and I just want to paint a picture for you that I'm only five, three. And I would walk into these getting ready rooms with the gentlemen. And I was nervous. These guys were handsome. Okay. So they were really cute. Um, everyone was dressed up, you know, they were going from their basketball shorts to their suits and tuxes and ties. And it was just, it was really intimidating. So I want to break down some of these things that you can think about and that you can just rush in with that confidence. So they look at you no matter how short you are, no matter your size, no matter the sound of your voice, who you are, and they're going to respect you. And they're going to be excited to work with you and really push those future referrals. All right. So the first thing I do when I walk into the groom's getting ready area is I make a beeline for the groom. Typically, I, of course, hopefully already know what he looks like. Hopefully we've done an engagement session together, or at the very least we have zoomed together and I'm familiar with his face. Okay. (laughs) So I make a beeline for him and I always say hello. It is so important to establish that connection. Let them know that you're there, that you're there to help him. And that today is going to be so much fun. Congratulate him on his wedding day, then you start doing the rounds. And it is so important to make sure that you visually make eye contact and say hello to everyone. Now, I'm not saying you have to walk up to them, shake their hand and, you know, look them in the eye and have this little like moment with each of the groomsmen. No, but I highly encourage you to at least kind of pop around the room, ask for everyone's name and a little icebreaker to ask, how do you know the groom? Now, This is totally a game day decision. It's hard to explain this just over a podcast and just through your ears right now. But you know, when you go into a party, like there's a time and a place for everything. And sometimes people are in the middle of conversations. Sometimes the guys are eating. Sometimes guys are in the shower still. And right, like you just, you can't be introduced to every single person. But walking in with that confidence and just introducing yourself or saying hi to the groom first will naturally get the other gentleman on board to say hello and to recognize who you are. This also goes for any of the fathers or grandpas in the room too. I love introducing myself to them right away as well and letting them know that, hey, I'll be the paparazzi for today. I can't wait to make you look good, right? After you've established that, then typically I will say, okay, just wanted to pop in and say hello. Wanted to give you a quick time check. So I typically like to go in and see them either once I arrive or shortly after I've been playing with the details with the ladies. And I'll pop in and just kind of give them a time check and say, okay, here's the game plan for today. I'm going to pop in here and in about 15, 20 minutes, it could be 15 minutes. It could be an hour. It depends on the timeline, of course. But I just give them a time check so they know that when I come back, I will request to have them all ready to roll, fully dressed, um, maybe just not their jackets on if they have that. But then this way, they know that they got to get it together. They have to finish eating, you know, start putting on those ties. You know, sometimes these gentlemen get there so early that they really don't need to get dressed right away. So pop in, give them that time check. Then when I leave them to go back to the other side of the wedding party, I always do a quick location check. This is so important. Okay. When it is time for you to start doing those groomsmen photos, do not, I repeat, do not pull them out get them ready to roll and then just kind of look in circles and try to find a location. Uh Uh-uh. This is where you're going to lose them. The power and your confidence comes in knowing exactly where you're going to pose them. So you should already have a game plan on where they're going to be, whether it's in front of a building or outside of the church or near an oak tree or somewhere on the property where they are getting ready. You already have a game plan. 
they will lose confidence in you as an authority and someone that they can trust if you walk out and just walk in circles and, oh, I don't know, let me check this. Like, no, no, babe, you already have to have a game plan. Now, I'm not saying that you can, you know, have a complete game plan and you know exactly where you're going for three steps ahead of the game. You just need to be one step ahead of them. So while you're shooting there, you're still looking for the locations, right? So after you've established the location and you're ready to roll, you're popping back in. And this is for, I mean, I'm kind of speaking from a, like a one shooter situation, but let's say you are a second shooter in this situation, then it would be you entering the scene and you pop back in, say hello and capture as many details as possible. So if they have gifts or whiskey glasses or cigars or cute little boxes or anything like that, um, their shoes, any type of details you can find. Typically, the gentlemen don't have as many details as the ladies, but they do deserve their fair share of photos, okay? So make sure you're capturing those details. And I am actually a huge fan of, yes, styling the details for the gentlemen, I believe is important. And I believe, like before I said, you know, they need to be photographed too, just like all the girl stuff. However, I actually find the photos of the gentleman actually holding the cigar box or toasting with their sunglasses on and they're clinking their drinks, action photos of them where it feels a little bit more organic instead of just having a pile of gifts on the coffee table. So try to be really creative with that to make it feel like it's a part of the story instead of just styling them in a dark room. (laughs) Because typically, I don't know what it is. I know it's just a style, but oftentimes the groom's suites are just so dark. They're just full of wood and leather and they don't have that typically bright and airy feeling. So don't be afraid to take them outside. Totally, totally fine to take them outside. So once you're outside, this is really, really important. Okay. You are already established your location. The very first kind of posing that I do with the gentleman is I actually have them do individual shots with the groom. Now, what this does is it instantly creates efficiency and authority with you as a photographer. So once you find your location, I'll tell them, okay, We're going to pop in here and let's just pretend Tony is our groom. And we're going to say, okay, Tony, I'm going to need a couple of shots of you looking good, looking good. And then I'm going to have each of you get a photo with Tony. And then once you get that photo with Tony, you're going to take one step aside and then you're going to do a quick headshot. And I kind of make a joke and I say, so if anybody needs any LinkedIn or Bumble pictures, this is for you, right? Or Tinder photos or something. I make a joke about it. Um, That usually gets a little rile out of them. And I let them know that you're going to get that individual shot with the groom and then a shot by themselves. Now, honestly, I'm just doing my job, right? I mean, we have to have these photos. It adds so much to the gallery and making sure that they get those individual shots both far away. So be very mindful of their toes. I I would love if you could get at least two to three inches. I know that doesn't make sense, but like below their feet so they don't get cropped off. Okay. So make sure you get the whole outfit. And then of course, some horizontals and verticals of their chest and of their face. Okay. So the reason why I'm emphasizing this and why I believe this should be first is because it gets the ball rolling. You can literally line them up and say, all right, you know, who loves Tony most? Let's let's go down the line or who's known Tony the longest. And then you can kind of like make a game for them and they kind of will shuffle and try to figure that out, which is cute. Guys love direction and they, believe it or not, they do. And they, they love a challenge. Sometimes with my old softball stats and my, you know, my softball days, I'll even say, all right, 
Jake, you're on deck and Joseph, you're in the hole, right? So if I'm starting to know their names, I can let them know and then they can kind of file in and it goes quick. This goes fast. And the reason why this is so important is because you know what you're doing. They look at you and they're like, dang, this girl doesn't mess around or this photographer knows what they're doing. Like, I like her. or I like him. Like, this is this is great because it goes by so fast. Then we start doing the group shots. And this is fun. There's a variety of group posing and group styles that you can do with the gentleman. I love having the groom smack dab in the center and then kind of splitting them. I try to stay mindful of either brothers or the best man to stay close to him. And then I kind of mess with the height differences. I know it's hard and I know it doesn't make sense sometimes, but I, I truly try to either do like a height thing with usually the shorties in the middle and then as the guys go out to the back, like from the groom, it'll get taller. Sometimes they go the other way, but then they, the little shorties on the end just look so short. <laughs> so I try to mix it up. You know, I love the hand over hand. Um, I call that kind of like the Hercules look. Check for pockets. Please be mindful of phones. If they have phones in their pocket, they're just extra bulges that just don't need to be there. If the guys were gifted sunglasses or they all have their own sunglasses. This is a good time to remind them to either I'll put them on or I'll take them off. So have fun with that. Get them moving, get them feeling goofy and truly just make them feel like this is fun and it doesn't feel like this is taking forever. If we can be fast and efficient with this, it's going to be huge. So I also want to introduce you to a couple gentlemen to look for. I don't know what it is, but I feel like every single wedding party especially the groomsmen has like a TV show of characters and it doesn't matter which wedding it is or what location I'm at. Literally, I could be out of state in Texas shooting a wedding or I can be up in Lake Tahoe shooting a wedding. It doesn't matter. I feel like every group of friends has the comic, has the guy that's always late, has the, you know, the shy guy. Like, I feel like every group of friends has the same characters. (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is, but I believe it. So I wanted to point out to you And I probably should have said this before we got started, but I want to make a little bullet point for you for the type of guys that you should be reaching out to because they are going to be on your team. Okay. So first and foremost, like I mentioned earlier, you have to reach out to the groom. Okay. Cause he will respect you. He loves you. He paid a lot of money for you. And so he's going to want to make sure that you're well taken care of. Typically all of my grooms take really good care of me, which is good, but let's talk about the best man. The best man, typically I, I love to be introduced to right away. And I feel like the best man has this kind of power trip going on. So he feels entitled. He typically wants to help out. Sometimes he's dressed a little bit differently. Maybe he'll have um, a different colored tie um, or he's just, I don't know, just an all around good dude that is there to be helpful. And by you kind of tasking him either to raise his voice, to get the rowdy guys going and to listen to you or to, you know, to run and go grab something or something like definitely utilize him. And I'm not talking like, don't put him to work. Okay. Like I'm just saying like he will be there for you and perk up when you need help. So definitely introduce yourself to him and keep him in your pocket. There's also the winker. Okay. Now I call him the winker and that sounds so silly to say that out loud, but it's a guy that when you walk in, he's typically a little more subtle. Um, he'll kind of have a little sly smile. Maybe he's a little shy, but he's just kind of just the chill dude. And that's why I say he's the winker. Cause he'll usually wink at me. Right. <laughs> and he'll find you. He's typically in like kind of maybe hidden in the corner, maybe a little bit shy and quiet, but 
no matter how much confidence you express, he can still sense your fear. And he's probably looking at you like, welcome to the shit show, right? He's like, okay. Like, you know, like he knows these guys better than no one. He's maybe a brother or a cousin of the groom, or he's been a longtime friend since little league. Okay. But he's been around. He is also someone that you can just look at and he will help raise his voice to get the guys, you know, to get moving and get where they need to be. So keep an eye out for the winker. He'll help you. (laughs) And then also pay attention to the bride's brother. This is also one of my secret weapons on wedding days because typically the bride's brother or a sibling, like a, you know, a cousin or a best friend of the bride, they feel like they are a part of the group, but like not really. So maybe they don't know all the inside jokes and all the stupid stuff that the boys are talking about, but they're an insider because they're part of the family, but kind of not part of that good old boys crew. So typically with the with the bride's brother or just this character, I would call him, I'll have him be kind of the leader of the pack. So if I need a quick headshot or if I need assistance with something, I'll ask him and he'll typically be really, I don't want to say excited to help me, but you know, he'll help me. And just like boys, no matter what age they are, when someone is being praised, they want to follow direction too. So once the the bride's brother is posing and doing what you got to do, then I don't know, miraculously, everybody else kind of gets attention and they'll want to do what he's doing. So that's a great way to do that. And then last but not least, as if every friend group has what I like to name the challenger. Okay. So like, so this is the guy that is goofy. That is the life of the party. He's the one that rolls up in the big old Chevy truck, which is six packs of beer and just is like, I'm here for the party. Okay. So like this guy, I know every friend group has him. And sometimes there's two or three of them warning. They come in packs. So these guys are goofy. They're going to want to test you. They, they ju- they're just there to have a good time. Now, I challenge you to have fun with them, okay? Like you don't have to run in and bark at them and kind of show your authority and, you know, like just kind of be like the boss. Let them be goofy. And so one thing that I like to do, which is really fun when I'm doing those individual shots, I forgot to mention earlier, is when we're doing just a photo with the groom and each of the groomsmen, I actually will let them do a goofy picture first. So this is something that I've kind of reverse engineered on this after years and years of experience is so I typically will have, and I do this with my bridesmaids too, but especially for the guys for this episode, I'll have them pose together. So let's say it's just, you know, Tony, the groom and Joseph, the the groomsman and Joseph's the crazy one. Okay. So what I'll do is when I'm taking those individual photos of them, I'll say, all right, guys, show me your goofy. And they'll like, what do you mean? Like do your secret handshake, um, you know, strike a pose and you know, they get, they get goofy and they do stupid stuff. Be careful what you ask for. Cause they'll be lifting them up. They'll be booty bumping each other. I mean, it's just guys are guys. But the reason why I have them do that first is because it gets them so giggly and so goofy that then those smiles after when they're standing up straight and they look so GQ in their suits and ties and whatever, they just look so handsome and you capture those genuine smiles. They're legit still laughing. And so this is what makes it so much more real and authentic instead of those weird I don't know what it is with guys. They could be 35 years old and they still smile like a third grader. Like, you know what I mean? Like they just kind of have that. I know you can't see my face right now, but they just have that goofy smile. I don't know what it is. So by breaking that up, by having them do those goofy poses first, then capturing those genuine smiles is truly going to make an impact on, on those photos. 
So this is just a quick little episode today to really dive deep into taking charge of the groomsmen, because I'm telling you right now, like the best, absolute best free marketing tool that you have for your wedding day is truly the connections and the experience that you're creating for these groomsmen. I don't know about you, but you can have three of your very, very best girlfriends share a handful of referrals. But like I told you earlier, if you have your brother's best friend tell you, oh no, you need this photographer. I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to do any like, you know, gender, you know, thing here with referrals and honesty, but there's something powerful about when a man refers a photographer. It's, and you know what? And I'm sorry, don't come at me, but it's just true. Like, I just, I feel like there's so much more power because A, they typically don't care. They typically, their their thoughts are not about the photography. Their thoughts about are most likely just having a good time and just looking good and just truly enjoying the wedding. But when a guy refers you, it's like, whoa, like he actually cared. He actually paid attention. And it's a huge, huge compliment. Okay. Not to you know, I don't want to get too far into this, you know, girls have incredible opinions too. And I totally trust some of my best friends judgments, of course, but just wanted to put that out there that there are so many opportunities that I feel photographers are sleeping on and not taking advantage of by working with these groomsmen. So I want to wish you the absolute best as you continue to shoot and truly just have fun with it. Know your settings, know your locations, and just walk in with a smile and they'll take care of you. All right, babe, wishing you the best. Cannot wait to see you be creative, have fun with these. And if you have any questions at all, please, please tag me and don't forget to whip out your phone and capture some goofy behind the scenes with the guys too, because those are a lot of fun. Hope you have a great day. Keep on dancing. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.